aboard Paradise Airwaves. This is your captain speaking. Our destination today is the Space Age Luau at Cardwell's Cove, where the forecast today is 100% clear skies and good vibes. We know you have a choice when you're on the radio dial, and we thank you for joining us here at Paradise Airwaves as we prepare for landing at Cardwell's Cove. On behalf of your flight crew, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Aloha, you have arrived to the warm, tropical waters of Cardwell's Cove. I'm your host, Adrian Cardwell, and this program is a production of WXOXLP in Louisville, Kentucky, 97.1 FM on the radio dial. We're streaming all over the world at artxfm.com. Well, friends, it is an absolute delight to be back here with you again this week. I hope you've had a fabulous week since we were last together. And I am positively thrilled to be introducing you today to my special guest. And if you uh, if you follow the show on social media, you'll know just how excited I am. And you are in for a delightful journey today. We're going to be joined by Jen Antonic, and she is a native Californian, now 12-year Texan, and she is the owner of Swizzle, along with husband Marty Reyes, and what started out as a pop-up to find other like-minded tiki files in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex soon became a bigger following, and that led to even larger events like the Waipuna Tiki Flea and Dallas Tiki Week. They finally signed a lease to their brick and mortar in 2019 to officially open Swizzle, which is a tiki bar and Polynesian restaurant on Greenville Avenue in Dallas. And with the grand opening expectant date to be in March of 2020, things got a little trickier from there, as you can well imagine. And we'll be talking about that here in just a moment. Tengo un mandolino que es italoamericà. S'ha criat a Texas, però és com jo napolità. Per qui vull jo canto com ell canta per qui vol. Tant si rec mi fa com si fa sol. Mandolino, mandolino de Texas. Quan tu cantes vull que em diguis el que diu. Mandolino, mandolino de Texas. Que molts cops no sé si plores o si riu. Jo somio mar de Nàpols, que és d'un blau meravellós, i les velles serenades que podem cantar tots dos. Mandolino, mandolino de Texas, l'alegria de l'amor i el dolor de no estimar. Mandolino, sempre junts podrem cantar. So thrilled to be here uh, before the bar opens and on your day off of all <laughs> things. This, thank you so much, of course. Uh, Jen and Tonic. It's just a delight to have you here with me today. 
I know the listeners are going to love the songs that you've picked for us today. Uh, and so we're going to have a lot of fun here. So, but I wondered if you could start us off and talk a little bit about your gateway to, to Tiki. How, how did you, how did you fall into this life? So I think it's a little bit of my mom. Definitely a lot. Say it's a lot of my mom. Um, she was a hula dancer, and um, she listened to Hawaiian music. So when I grew up, I watched her dance. I wanted to touch all the little feathery things, and she wouldn't let me. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I grew up and in, in just listening into the car on the records of all of, of Don Ho and, and Alfred Baca and um, just different people. And I think that part of the culture as well as the Filipino side so my grandfather lived in Hawaii for a long time so she really adopted that as her culture as well um, so that was sort of instilled in me and um, honestly part of it's just Disneyland <laughs> too uh, going to the tiki room uh, my mom was like you know we'd be out all day so she would want to take naps in there because that was her happy place and it became my happy place and um, it, it kind of went from there to collections. I collected a lot of different barware, you know, my, uh, not my, my, my type glasses, martini glasses, swizzle sticks, and, uh, and tiki mugs. And it kind of just sort of grew from there. It was, it was like one on the shelf became three shelves, became a room, uh, mm -hmm. and now a whole bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way it goes, right? You, you, kind of, you, you pick the one and then it just, it just, just you goes uphill from there. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so a lifelong uh, thing for you. Like, so you, I mean, this just, as a kid, you're, you're growing up in it. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, my, my mom actually lost uh, her dad when she was very young. And I think that in, in keeping the Hawaiian culture alive, it kept him alive for her. Yep. And it very much just it became, you know, who, who I was as well. Before you all opened up this bar, you were really kind of doing a lot of the work. You didn't rush into it. Oh no! <laughs> There's a lot of work that you did, and yes. I remember going to some of your pop-ups uh, around town a couple of times. Can, how, how did you? How did that start? And uh, and then how did you evolve into deciding? Hey, okay, we we've we've built the critical mass here. We can open a bar now. So it, it uh, basically started out as we waited for a tiki bar to open. I moved here right after Trader Vic's had closed already, so there mm -hmm. was no tiki bar. And I remember even looking up on, on Google before I moved here, I was like, where are your tiki bars? Where's your burlesque? Where's this? You know, where's all the cool stuff? And uh, there wasn't any. And I thought, can tiki survive in, in Dallas? Can tiki survive in Texas? And uh, my husband said, why don't we just open a tiki bar? We waited and we waited and no one did it. And he said, why don't we just do this? And I said, yeah, okay. That's a great dream. <laughs> you keep dreaming that, buddy. Like, <laughs> um, you know, we're both bartenders. We've been in the service industry for decades. And uh, it just didn't seem plausible that... Um, we could make that happen and so he said you know if we can't we looked we looked up brick and mortars places and um and he said if we can't find one let's just let's just build a brand let's just start pop-ups and let's just see if it's gonna be more than three of our friends hanging out if there's more out there and our first one our very first pop-up in may of 2016 uh we had people that came from uh, mckinney texas not mckinney avenue in dallas but mckinney texas which was like 45 minutes away i believe maybe longer and uh and it was like okay 
this guy came from from here and then the next time it was more people and every time we did an event or had you know a weekly a pop-up they would come out and it was like it's not just us and three of our friends there's a, there's a calling here there's a community here mm-hmm. and we need to give them a place to, to meet every week and so we did that for years while we looked for a brick and mortar and uh, we tried really hard and there's many times we came really close um, you know things weren't perfect with the lease or the building or the neighborhood whatever it was and um, but we just, we just kept trying just kept trying kept trying we knew this was something important we knew something Dallas needed a tiki bar and um, the community needed it too mm-hmm. And this, in this place is, I mean, this was the definition of a labor of love, yes. right? And this, this place you walk around, I think it really reflects the two of you and your personality is going to come through on, you. you know, in the place and you support a lot of local artisans that we'll get to in a minute. But I know that this was a lot of your own blood, sweat and tears and design work. How, how, how did you, how did this, how did you bring this space to life? So it was always um, our... Um our goal is sort of just to, to represent a lot of the artists. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an artist myself. I'm a vendor. I, I make a lot of different things throughout the years. And so I wanted to reflect that. Um, and, and Marty said a long time ago, like, you're in charge of decor. Like, you're the, you're the collector. Yeah. You're, the, you're the, yeah. <laughs> the wild, crazy person with all the patterns and things. Like, you do this. And so we, I had to have the space talk to me. Um, so we, when we started doing other little things, like working on the bar, working on the back bar, uh, I just sort of let the building talk. And... Um, 2020 happened and we had a little bit more time because I I had already kind of figured everything out but it was just like well okay let's do it by section and so each section is actually a different style of tiki so we have Papua New Guinea we have Rapa Nui we have uh, New Zealand and Fiji and so each one is a is a different area and style of tiki because it's not just the Polynesian culture it is Pacific Islands all all of them you know and a little bit of the Caribbean a little bit of African Tiki comes from all kinds of world cultures. So um, I wanted to reflect that and sort of give everybody a tour of Mm. Tiki in that way. So that was sort of where the um, inspiration came from. Yeah. Well, and then the signature feature of the place is this amazing uh, water fountain that you have out front. And that was... Uh, designed by you, you, yeah. you designed it, right? Yeah. So well, I actually um, we we helped on it. Um, my yeah. my mom actually drew it, uh, and my stepdad and my uncle built it. And uh, they are, they're all still in California, so they threw up flew out three different times to put that together. So the first time was just the drawing. And he was like, you know what would be really cool is if you guys had a rum barrel. And we're like, actually, we have one in our storage. <laughs> so we got that out, and they laid out the um, the stonework initially. Then they came back again. Uh, and they finished it all out, so they built everything. And the only thing that was missing was the actual barrel itself, uh, and then the Swizzle logo um, on on the barrel. And so, right before in March of 2020, <laughs> they came out before we was right supposed to open. Yeah. Um, they came. He actually, my stepdad came out and did finished it, um, and we were ready to go and ready to open. And then we weren't. <laughs> <laughs>
right, so that was Jen's first song on the list. That was Miserloo by Martin Denny, uh, granddaddy of Tiki and Exotica. Uh, this is one of the iconic, I mean, you can't have a Tiki bar and not have this song, right? It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, but you know, I think for you, uh, you mentioned also that it evokes Palm Springs. It involves Don Draper. Yes, I, I feel like, um, and, I, and I'm not sure, so don't quote me on this, but when I think of the, the Mad Men episode where he goes to Palm Springs, it's there's exotica songs that are played. And for me, I think when I hear that song, I see Don Draper sort of watching the Palm Springs view and, and kind of realizing the fantasy of it. And then the, by the end of the episode, he kind of comes out into the reality of it. And I feel like Palm Springs is so much a fantasy in tiki and in our in our like exotica culture that we want to like be in palm springs and live that life and you know how much of that is fantasy and how much is that you know reality but uh i just think it's yeah the quintessential tiki song you are basking in the bright audio sunshine on the shores of cardwell's cove i'm your host adrian cardwell and my special guest today is jen and tonic who, along with her husband, Marty Reyes, are owners of Swizzle, a tiki bar and Polynesian restaurant in Dallas, Texas. Um, so let's go over. So she's just we've just started talking about uh, Jen's list, but I did play a couple of tracks beforehand. So we had Mendolino de Texas by Hermana Serrano. And then we had the, the Mad Cyan Twist by Low Straight Jackets. Then Baila Mi Cha 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 by Andy Sanella, and then, of course, as we just discussed there, that was Miserlou by Martin Denny. Every generation of Americans faces new and significant challenges to free expression. For almost 50 years, the National Coalition Against Censorship has acted as a first responder to protect this freedom, which is both a fundamental human right and a keystone of democracy. The NCAC promotes freedom of thought and inquiry by providing direct intervention for people and groups facing censorship in their communities. Learn more about their work and resources at www.ncac.org. Well, so Jen, one of the things that I really love about when you this list that you put together for us is it's really representative of you and i think this also kind of tells a little bit of your own story as well and you pick this this song that we're going to play next by don ho and this is probably the the peppiest don ho song that, <laughs> that i could think of uh one paddle two paddle um but it has it has a a a link to your your childhood. Can you talk to us a little bit about yes, that? Yes, I remember this song playing in my mom's Toyota Camry in like 1987, being picked up from my babysitter and, and hearing this song. And I think, you know, as a kid growing up listening to Raffi, the one paddle, two paddle, three, you know, like the, the sort of counting thing sort mm -hmm. of maybe resonated with me a little bit as a child. But when we were putting the, the, the list together uh, for Swizzle, I um, I kind of forgot about this song actually, and somebody said Hawaii Nay, and it just brought it back. I even got chills talking about it right now. I'm like, Mom, what's that song? I had to call her. I was like, What's that song? You know that that says Hawaii Nay in it. She's like, One paddle, two paddle. And I was like, Oh my God, I love that song. And I literally came to tears when I, when I put it on the playlist and I heard it in Swizzle. And I was like, This song just brought back so many memories uh, of me being like four or five, six. You know, again, growing up, my mom as, as a dancer and. And listening to this kind of music and um, it's just a, it's a very special song for me <laughs> I wanna smell the flowers 
I've seen enough fences to last a lifetime going away no more. I do Hawaii shore singing. One battle, two battle, three battle, or to take me home. Hokey on the right, hokey on the left. Take me to Hawaii shore. Ain't gonna leave there anymore. Never, never gonna stay. Take me to Hawaii Bay. All right, in this next section of our interview, Jen and Tonic and I talk about the sense of community that they've built in Dallas amongst fellow Tiki Files and how that evolved into launching Dallas Tiki Week, which we'll hear about here, and how they also support local artists in the community. Why don't we do like a Tiki bus tour? And that's sort of how it started out was just a bus tour because there was probably about five or six places that did tropical cocktails. Um, whether they were Tiki or not, we just wanted to do something to get again, bring the community together to say, hey, Dallas does do Tiki, even if it's we don't have a Tiki bar. And um, he, they, they took that idea and they said, OK, let's make a let's make a couple days out of it. So they did their couple of days, which was, you know, in Deep Ellum and a couple other places. And we said, well, let's go ahead and still do the Waipuna Tiki Flea on top of that, as well as a couple other rum things. So we had um, rum education classes, which is sort of one of our focuses. And really the whole point behind Dallas Tiki Week was to say, hey, Dallas does rum. Dallas does tiki. And if you don't know about this rum or don't know anything about rum, come learn about it. Come learn what this tiki stuff is all about. And and that's sort of how it started. And that was sort of the core of, of why. And then it just grew from there. And now, you know, like last year we had Beach Bumberry. This year we have Doc Parks. Uh, we have bands. But rum education is, is sort of like the, the main core of, of why we do it. And also just to put tiki on the map for Dallas and Texas as well. Dallas Tiki Week is also a showcase for local artists and local bands, which is really kind of fun that there is a you know a surf music uh, band here yes. here in town. <laughs> uh, and while they have an incredible stage presence, yes, <laughs> uh, the, a little unique, <laughs> yeah, a little unique, uh, the Go Go Rillas, um, and we're going to be playing uh, Gone Ape, which. You, I think you mentioned that the video was also shot here in Swizzle. It was shot here in Swizzle by the very talented Corey Morrison, and uh, the band came in uh, one day before we opened. Like so, we was still we had to open up uh, afterwards. But we we moved all the furniture and got the the crazy apes in here and the uh, and the the go-go dancers i believe uh and uh we had a banana of a time <laughs> it, was, it was wild um it was it was just so fun to have them here and you can see that uh, video live on youtube um anytime you want <laughs> well and we will for sure be posting the link uh on the cardwell's code facebook page uh so uh surf on over there and check that out but uh brace yourself this is go gorillas gone ape
While in that gay tropic isle I first saw that maiden smile Though I had failed in the past I said this is true love at last But then she whispered to me That our love never could be Destiny Oh, when will I see the day Hopelessly I've wandered so long this way This could never be, she said pleadingly Don't ever love me, I'm just fancy free This could never be, she said pleadingly Don't ever love me Love was motion and grace The moonlight soft on her face I held her close in my arms My heart was quick to her charms But then I saw in her glance It was just an evening's romance Destiny I see the day Hopelessly I've wandered so long this way This could never be She said pleadingly Don't ever love me I'm just fancy free This could never be She said pleadingly Don't ever love me She said pleadingly, don't ever love me. You just heard two songs there from Jen's List. Uh, absolutely beautiful songs. Uh, there's Yellow Bird by Arthur Lyman and Don't Ever Love, uh, don't Ever love Me by Harry Belafonte. Uh, and these songs are very closely linked and have a, a, a deep history. Uh, but I understand that your husband, Marty, is a huge, huge fan of Arthur Lyman. Yes. And so we wanted to make sure that we that we included him in there. Because also, he, like Martin Denny, you can't hardly have a tiki list and not have some Arthur Lyman on here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, so talk a little bit about, uh, about these two songs. So uh, the song's origins are really interesting. Um, it was written by a Haitian poet, uh, and he was in love with a restaurateur uh, named Kachoum, Kachoum, uh, and they were lovers. And while he was uh, jailed, I believe, I don't know if it was related to her, but I'm guessing that it probably was, uh, a little yellow bird came to his window, and um, he wrote uh, this poem. And then this poem was later adopted um, and turned into English, and then, um, then came into this song. So uh, it's been redone by a lot of different people. But I feel like the, the Harry Belafonte version is just so like heart-wrenching um, that it kind of relates, I think, to what the, the original poem was supposed to be. So um, Yellow Bird is uh, just one of those things, again, needs to be played. And I feel like if you haven't heard maybe Yellow Bird or if you haven't heard Don't Ever Love Me, now you know how they're connected.
are tuned into Cardwell's Cove. I'm your host, Adrian Cardwell, and this program is a production of WXOX in Louisville, Kentucky. My special guest today is Jen Ann Tonic, who, along with her husband, Marty Reyes, are owners of Swizzle, a tiki bar and Polynesian restaurant in Dallas, Texas, and she is sharing a few of her favorite tracks with us today. And so we're so glad that you are tuned in here. If you enjoyed this program, please do surf on over to artxfm.com and check out all of the fabulous programming that come to you from the studios at Art FM. Great shows like That Driving Beat with your host James and Uwe. That Driving Beat takes a bedrock of classic and rare 1960s soul and R&B at 45 RPM, then branches out into other related sounds from the 60s through today. You get garage rock, British beat, mod revival, jazz, rock and roll, Britpop, ska, two-tone. And then you go on a journey to Detroit, Chicago, Memphis, Muscle Shoals, New Orleans, Louisville, Liverpool, London, Manchester, and more. You can call some of it Northern Soul, most of it mod, but it's all got that driving beat. That's with your host James and Uwe every Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, we are going to continue with our discussion with Jen Antonic today. And uh, not only are these her favorite songs, but they're also quite representative of her as an individual, which is just absolutely delightful. So uh, let's, uh, let's continue our conversation. So just like when we were talking about one paddle, two paddle, how that is representative of you and kind of speaks to your background and your uh, persona and your, and your history. <laughs> uh, this next song here by one of the OG Mouseketeers, yes. Annette Puticello, <laughs> uh, Pineapple Princess. Uh, I mean, I challenge any human being to hear this song and not crack a smile or just kind of a huge smile, right? Yes. It's, it's just it's such an effervescent, happy song. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that. Why'd you, why'd you choose it? So once again, mom and her and her Hawaiian-ness, but also in her Disney-ness. Uh, she also, I think, was one of the OG Disney fans uh, going to, to Disneyland as a child and in uh, and, and the 50s and 60s and um, loving Annette. We watched all the Annette movies. We listened to Annette all the time. And uh, Pineapple Princess not only just relates to uh, my childhood and just listening to Annette, but also I feel like it's sort of like my embodiment of like, the type of tiki person I want to be. I want to be a pineapple princess. Who doesn't want to be a pineapple princess? So uh, I feel like the song, as you said, just brings a smile to your face. You can't have uh, a bad time while listening to it. So uh, enjoy, everybody. <laughs>
You're nobody till somebody loves you You're nobody till somebody cares You may be king, you may possess the world's and its gold But gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old The world still is the same, you never change it As sure as the stars shine above Nobody till somebody loves you So find yourself somebody to love same you never change it as sure as the stars shine above well you're nobody till somebody loves you so find yourself somebody to Jen has just taken us into swank territory. Yeah, we're, we're swanky now. So uh, that was You're Nobody Till Somebody Loves You by Rat Pack member Dino, Dean Martin. Uh, gotta love it. Uh, it. It absolutely it makes you think of L.A. Uh, but also for you, it takes you, it takes you back a little bit... Uh, Still to L.A., but a movie. In a different way, yes. Uh, my favorite movie of all time, Swingers by John Favreau. Uh, and, you know, now he's doing Mandalorian and all these other things. We're so proud of him. But uh, for me, that opening uh, song to Swingers is the best. Like, it makes you think of L.A. It makes you think of Vegas in, in so many different ways because of the movie and because of the Rat Pack. And um, it just kind of puts me where I thought I would be in my 20s. I really wanted to go into the music industry and move to L.A. and be that person that's just, like, working all the time. And, like, whether it was PR or management, and now I'm doing basically PR and management, but in a different city and in a different profession, and I just couldn't be happier. <laughs> You said those scary numbers, right? Yes. 2020. So in March of 2020, yes. no less. So you were scheduled to open March 2020. Then we all yes. know what happened. Yeah. Uh, and so, as a small business owner, you've got a you've got a pivot. Yes. And so, how how what did that look like for you all? So uh, we thought, okay, we we're supposed to open. Now we're not. How do we stay relevant? How do we stay in people's minds so that when everything's over, if it's ever over, how do we open and still, you know, say, hey, there's a tiki bar down here. Don't forget about us. And I was uh, walking my dog, Beans, and I thought, you know, like, how do we stay relevant? I know. Let's do an online show. 
so we said we started we kind of toyed around with the idea like what what kind of show are we going to watch and we ended up watching a lot of match game on the mm-hmm. uh, game show network <laughs> and we're like you know what thatch game how fun would that be um and obviously rupaul's got their you know her version and we yeah. got our version so ours was like let's just make it all tiki so um we did a weekly show called thatch game and then our um, business partner joseph said why don't we do deliveries not not alcohol deliveries but just you know cocktail mixes lime juice orange juice my time mix things that they can't get they can go to this liquor store or get it delivered or whatever and we can bring the mixes every every weekend so we're like all right for actually i should say that. first we said no because it's like how long is this thing gonna last <laughs> yeah. and then we said sure let's do it and uh we ended up making a lot of regulars that way mm-hmm. new regulars new faces um Every week, we went from everywhere from the colony, which is about 45 minutes north, to Waxahachie, which is about 45 minutes south, all the way to Fort Worth, which is 45 minutes west. So we went everywhere. Um, if they wanted it, we delivered it. And there was four of us, and we, we cranked everything out the day before and then and then dropped it all off the next day. And um, then, then we switched it to that they could actually drink their drinks while watching Thatch Game. So it became a whole a whole <laughs> event. <laughs> so you made, you could make uh, the virtual kind of happen live. You could yeah. bring them the fixings for their drinks. Absolutely. Uh, and still entertain them in the evening. The feeling. The rhythm. And the swinging feel. have arrived at the last song on your list and when i saw this on there um a it was a little bit out of left field (laughs) and i'm like i love this this is great i love i love little things that are uh uh, not as conventional Uh, but i love that you picked uh, a very underrated artist here in the states and that is robbie williams uh, who I love. I know you do too. Oh, the best! Yes. <laughs> I, I had the I had the biggest crush on him. I think I probably still do. Uh, but uh, he is. Uh, the, this is off of an album where he did a lot of uh, standards and kind of covered uh, some some great American standards. Uh, so this is Beyond the Sea uh, by Robbie Williams. Uh, what what made you pick this? So. Um couple of things. One, I want everyone to know that Robbie Williams, if you're into this kind of music, you'll love Swing When You're Winning. Uh, he also has um, another one, uh, Swing Both Ways. Um, his dad actually did a lot of standards, and so he kind of did this as a tribute to his dad. And um, I just, I love Robbie Williams' pop music. I love his Swing album. It's one of the things that's in my car all the time on rotation. Doesn't matter when. Uh, even the Christmas album, too. But uh, this song in particular uh, was the opener to one of my favorite Mrs. Maisel episodes um, that I basically, during quarantine just watched over and over maybe a thousand times to the annoyance of my husband uh and it's when she goes to miami and she stays at the fountain blue and and uh the song is playing so in 2021 when people started traveling again uh we actually went with one of our coworkers to miami he was going and i said uh, Marty, we have to do this. We're going to Miami. Like, I need to live my Mrs. Maisel life, okay? <laughs> like, let's do this. So we did. We stayed at the Fountain Blue for a price that we'll never get <laughs> post-2020 again. Yeah. You know, like, post the quarantine days. Like, they're, they're, they're done now. But um, uh, while we were in Miami, though, uh, I just kept jokingly saying, like, you know, when are we going to hang out with Pitbull? When are we going to see Pitbull? And uh, as we we're sitting in a coffee shop, these, this camera crew comes by and they, they see me, they smile, they come in and they say, hey, would you like to be in a video? And I'm like, sure, I'll be in your student film. No, it wasn't a student film. It was a Pitbull video. And so I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so I ended up uh, being filmed for a Pitbull video and it's the uh, I Feel Good uh, music video. And you'll see me for about 1.25 seconds. Not that we've counted. Uh, sipping on my uh, cappuccino and <laughs> looking fabulous in Miami. So Miami dreams come true and it's all, you know, Thanks to uh, Mrs. Maisel and uh, this next song. <laughs> and and uh, and with a Mr. Worldwide connection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gen and tonic worldwide, just like Pitbull. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the sea Somewhere waiting for me My lover stands on golden stands And watches the ships that go sailing Somewhere beyond the sea She's there watching for me If I could fly like birds on high Then straight to her arms I'll go sailing It's far beyond the stars It's near beyond the moon I know beyond a doubt My heart Soon we'll meet beyond the shore. We'll kiss just like before. Happy we'll be beyond the sea, and never again I'll go sailing. Jen and Tonic, this has been such a delight. I've had so much fun geeking out over music, <laughs> talking a little bit about uh, this fabulous bar that you're in. Thank you again so much for your time and for coming in on your day off of all <laughs> things. So thank you. Uh, I've, had a, I've had a blast today. Same here. And thank you for letting me hang out in Cardwell's Cove today. <laughs> I also had the best time with you. And uh, let's uh, cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> You've been listening to Cardwell's Cove. I'm your host, Adrian Cardwell. My special guest today has been Jen Antonic, who, along with her husband, is owner of Swizzle, a tiki bar and Polynesian restaurant in Dallas, Texas. I hope you've had just as much fun as I have and were able to uh, get a sense of the great joy that, uh, that she brings and creates if you want to learn more about uh, the bar, you can visit www.swizzledallas.com. And uh, Dallas Tiki Week is running from June 11th through the 18th. And uh, you could find out more 
at www.dallastikiweek.com. And if you enjoyed this program, please do surf on over to the Cardwell's Cove Facebook page. We've got a lot more news and announcements coming to you down the pipe. You could also follow me on Instagram at Adrian Cardwell. And before I go, I have one more PSA. The Human Rights Campaign envisions a world where every member of the LGBTQ family has the freedom to live their truth without fear and with equality under the law. Learn what HRC is doing to fight for equality in your community and how you can get involved by visiting www.hrc.org. Again, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I have one last track here. This is the Bomboras and Spanish Fly. <laughs>